Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from What About T, who says, Am I the a-hole for ruining my brother-in-law's day with a purposeful fart? Brother-in-law and husband co-own a house that was passed to them by their father. We live in one half while brother-in-law lives in the other. The only thing we share is the living room and kitchen and the rest is completely separate. Lately, brother-in-law has been making odd comments about my ladylikeness. I'm a down-home, backwards dirt under my fingernails, still playing mud puddles, basically wood rat of a woman. He's been cutting into hard labor chores I do and tells me he'll do it so I don't hurt myself slash get dirty. He'll make positive comments when he sees me cleaning. Lucky man and says things like, I've never seen you cook, you should cook more. Notes, he does not cook either. I like to look nice here and there. Whenever I do dress up and do makeup, brother-in-law makes comments about how I should do it more often and I look super nice. He has said, dressing up for husband. All of these I shut down with. I do it when I feel like it. I'm doing it for me, etc. He's not a bad dude overall. He's actually a riot to hang out with. But his little subtle things spread out and it digs at me as roommates do. Luckily, we're moving soon. Anyways, yesterday I belched in the kitchen because I thought no one was around. Brother-in-law pops his head in and jokes, have you ever thought about being more ladylike? Now the tone is joking, but the word ladylike is like my emotional tailgating car. Tailgating only makes the person in front slow down. Telling me to be ladylike makes me turn that crap way down. I have mad props to graceful and more traditional ladies if they like it, but I am not one. I say nope, and he replies, you should consider it and leaves the room. So this morning, I'm walking by the living room. Brother-in-law is watching the morning news and I decide to grace the room with a big, long fart. This is, this is the just woke up and crap is moving fart. It is the fart that has been building all night. It is loud, it has vibration, and even in the tiny room, it echoes. I'd honestly give it a good 9 out of 10. It was a damn masterpiece. I thought it was hilarious immediately. Brother-in-law, not so much. He proceeds to jump up and rage about how gross it was. Crap, I've heard him blow out farts before. And how women shouldn't do that. Unfortunately, by this time, I'm doubled over in tears because I can't stop remembering the fart and his rage has made it even funnier. He gets beyond mad and storms off to his bedroom. It's now 9pm and he's still enraged and hiding in his room. He says it was an a-hole move. Technically, the truth. At first, husband thought it was funny too. But now, since this upset his bro so bad, he's leaning towards maybe it was too much and too immature and that I should have just told him that he was being overbearing. I feel like as a 37-year-old man, brother-in-law should have known better than to think he can tell a grown woman how to behave. 
it probably would have been better to talk about it, but who pouts all day over a fart? So, am I the a-hole for solving problems with an a-hole? <laughs> Edit, you're all making me cry laughing again. I'm showing my husband and he's come around. Edit 2, every single fart story is killing me. I feel a tenth of my age right now. And we're going to start in the comments with more than just a mum who says not the a-hole. Sounds like he's sexist and is projecting his views and assumptions of how women should be on you. You keep doing you. Sounds like it was a good fart and brother-in-law should learn to lighten up. They make a children's book called Everyone Farts. He should read it. Luna Vixen says not the a-hole at all. Not all women need or want to be ladylike. I mean, cripes, we're not in the 1920s anymore. He's trying to shove his ideals down your throat and that is not on. KJTL says not the a-hole. You didn't ruin his day. He let it ruin his day. Yeah, what you did was gross and a crappy roommate behavior, but I think his constant judgment and the outdated views he's pushing on you are a much larger issue than an effing fart. Redbird Proet says, not the a-hole. You farted, hilarious by the way, and he threw a fit. And now your husband is on his side. Nah, dude, he needs to get over himself. Women fart, it happens. He can't be mad at you for having a normal bodily function. He sounds like a sexist ass in my opinion. You should talk to him about how he sounds when he says crap like that. And he absolutely should not have yelled at you. So I would confront that behavior for sure. How pathetic is his ego that he sulked all day because of this? Plump Spoon replies to that and says, when is your husband going to talk to him about his attitude because he's not listening to you? If you were a different race, would husband be okay with constant racist comments in the home? There's not that much difference. Every woman deserves to be able to live in their own home without having a man telling them what to do and how to act. And your loving partner needs to step up here and prioritize that. OP did respond to that and says, I never complained to my husband about the comments until last night. It didn't bother me that much and I shut them down strongly on my own. He was worried about his brother, but after I went through the thread with him and we had some good rib-busting laughs, he asked if I wanted him to talk to brother-in-law. I said, no, I've got it. We chatted this morning and it's all gravy. My husband is the first to be my advocate when I need it. I have about zero complaints about him. I understand his sympathy, but he only understood half the picture and it took some chatting to get him to understand my thought process. No one's perfect, certainly not me. So then OP updated the post in form of another edit, which says, edit, just woke up to this, combing through the comments and loving it. Brother-in-law came to me when I went to make coffee and said I made him feel uncomfortable in his own house. I told him it's my house too. I've seen him do the same unashamedly. He made a couple, but I'm a man comments and I called it out as sexist. He asked me how it was and I asked how it was not. After a few back and forths, he started to understand that he is not my husband. This is my house too. And I do not and will not ever meet his southern standard for a woman. He wraps it up with, I guess it was kind of funny and stalks off. I left a coffee piece offering in the living room where he is enjoying Saturday morning programming without a violent crop dust. We're all going to make dinner tonight and have a family makeup with hopefully no dinner table farts. I have some standards. All in all, pretty damn good end result. And I bet I will never hear be ladylike from him again. Still reading every comment. What a way to wake up. You are all a riot. OP then did come in with another update, which says, I live with my husband and his brother. Both of them co-own this house, but my husband and I were gifted a small piece of the farm by their now deceased father. 
have been living with a brother to save money to build a little house and we have done so by penny pinching, scrounging for resources and reusing as many materials as we can. At first, this was all okay, but in the last few weeks, the brother has gotten worse and worse up until the point where I can't stand to be here anymore. It started as jokes about me being a lady, asking me to cook and clean more, telling me to be more ladylike around the house, etc. I brushed them off and stood my ground and I thought we were fine. Lately, it's been getting worse. He demands that I cook him meals. Hey, why don't you go ahead and cook burgers for when I get home? and once dumped his laundry in front of my door so I had to pick it up and give it back to him. He was all offended saying I was supposed to do it for him. He demands that I clean up the living room that we share but I never get to use it because he's always taking it over. He has in the past three weeks shoved his head into my half of the house separated by door and complained that it's cleaner than his because his brother has a wife and it's not fair. My husband has tried multiple times to tell him to screw off, so he started doing things that his brother won't see or does when he's gone. He purposely hangs around the hallway where my bathroom is when I get out of the shower, so that when I leave he's conveniently passing by, and will dip off saying, oops, sorry, after catching a glance at me walking to my bedroom in a towel. So I've started scrubbing off and getting dressed in our cramped little bathroom. I used to sing in the shower to music, but in the past couple of weeks, he started going on about how I have such a beautiful voice and he loves to hear me sing, so now I've stopped. I've also caught him putting my cosmetic oil on his hands and smelling them. His brother has been after him multiple times to stop being creepy. In the past couple of times, he got heated and told my husband that he doesn't deserve someone like me, how my husband is a bad husband and that I will surely leave him soon. He's also made sure to make comments about my appearance or his own lately saying he likes my clothes, hair, makeup, that I fix up nicely and whines about how he is fat and ugly and could never get someone so beautiful. He's told me I smell nice and has started brushing my arm with his fingers by accident a lot. The other day, I noticed someone had gone through my drawer where I keep our sex toys and husband claims it's not him. One is missing. I don't feel safe here anymore. I feel like a piece of meat and I spent the last week in my bedroom afraid to leave. I only leave to go to the bathroom, go straight to the car, etc. I don't eat until my husband gets home from work. We have been struggling to get out for a while, but with COVID, our hours have been cut and we are really struggling. Originally, we were supposed to be able to have moved in by now, but with the extra strain, it's looking like weeks. What's most frustrating is that the cost of getting everything fixed enough is in an attainable number. But time and time again, we saved up only to have a sudden emergency rip away our funds. I just want to lay down and sleep in my own bed and not wonder what's going to be said when I leave my room again. The new house is nearly half a mile away from this one and the brother won't be allowed to come by. I'm afraid to leave him around my cat as well as he used a switch to whip him once when he knocked a cup off the coffee table. I raged at him and he shrugged it off and acted like nothing happened. My husband is losing it as well. He broke down crying about not being able to provide a safe space for us and our fur baby and I've never seen him sob on the floor before. But he's just as defeated and tired as I am. We have worked for years to get better after a bad accident wrecked my ability to work for about a year. We've been slowly rebuilding and moved into this house to stop paying rent. The house is paid for and husband owns half of it. We've sold everything of value to get this house made and have been driving junker cars to make up for it. I'm coming here as a last resort to please ask for help in getting me out of here. It would solve so many problems. I haven't slept in days and everything is blurring together now. 
And that was the sort of end of Opie's post. So it looked like it was still ongoing. People were speculating from Opie's comments that she said that she moved to a small house, that she was in a small farmhouse and they were assuming that that was her new place where other people were saying, no, that's where she was originally. So you have to make out of that one what you can. But that account did continue to post comments on various other subreddits for some time after. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And our next story comes from the Today I Messed Up subreddit from Hugger Cat, who says, Today I messed up by dressing casually for work. I work with marginalized people with complex needs and My specific role relates to having lived experience of homelessness, addiction, and complex trauma. There are a lot of different elements to it that I won't get into because they aren't relevant, but I do some work at a service for rough sleepers, which is where I was today. Most of my colleagues dress very casually for work. I try quite hard to be presentable because I guess I'm a bit worried about being judged for my background, even though that's literally why they employed me. It's also my first time in this type of job. However, right now in England, it is effing freezing. I had to layer up, which meant I wasn't looking very officey. I was still clean and I didn't think that I was scruffy or anything. My clothes were just a bit mismatched and too big for me. At the place I was working, there's a drop-in area for clients and an office area, which is staff only. I mainly chill in the client area since they are the people I'm there to work with and only really go in the office area when I need to talk to a colleague or need a computer or something. This week, a member of staff I hadn't met before had come back from maternity leave and was in the office. I went to the office to introduce myself. I opened up the door and popped my head around and without even looking up, she just went, no. I was like, okay, and backed away. I figured she was on a sensitive phone call or something. Still rude, but you know. Slight side note, her tone of voice really vividly reminded me of how people sometimes talk to me when I was homeless. I remember once trying to get a woman's attention as she was walking past and she was just like, no, and kept walking because I guess she thought I was begging. I was actually trying to tell her that her dress was tucked into her tights. Anyway, I just got on with things for a bit until I actually had to go into the office. I started walking in and she jumped out of her chair and was like, no, you cannot come in here and literally started shooing me out of the door with her hands. 
I kind of just allowed myself to be shooed, which probably speaks volumes about my self-esteem. But the service manager, who I knew pretty well, had arrived in the meantime and was also in the office. She was like, what the hell? Why are you shooing R? He works here. At this point, the rude colleague obviously backs down, but explains that because of my presentation and manner, her words, she assumed I was a client. I was like, oh, okay, so you're cool with shooing clients then. Fantastic. Why do you work here again? She apologized. Barely. I said okay and told the service manager I was going to finish up my paperwork from home. Went home, had a little cry, since the only thing separating R the professional and R the homeless junkie is poorly fitting hoodie and a dorky hat. Not a good day for my self-esteem. Now I've dealt with the self-pity aspect and I'm mainly just peed. That's how she thinks she should treat clients. The service manager had emailed me about making a complaint, which to be honest, I probably will, even though it's the last thing I want to deal with. And we do have an update to this post as well, but Mons Blitz says, there's no F up here. You just had an encounter with an incredibly crappy human being. Please do yourself and the surrounding area a favor and submit the complaint. It might be hard, but you'll be preventing others from being treated the way you were. Happy holidays and chin up. Opie responds saying, I will do it. It's not okay for her to talk to someone she thinks is a client in that manner. If anything, she should be more careful with clients than colleagues. Just because they're in a crap situation doesn't mean they don't deserve respect and dignity. Thanks for your comments and happy holidays to you too. Seek says, I'm reminded of a story about an incident during the US occupation of Germany. A general's wife is stopped by an MP officer who assumes she's an enlisted wife, treats her like crap until she reveals who her husband was, then is apologetic and treats her decently. Her comment was, it shouldn't matter whose wife she was, a gentleman should be respectful to everyone. Sounds like your co-worker is in the wrong job. You shouldn't feel bad about yourself, it's her issue, not yours. Okie dokie says, your colleague messed up, not you. Maybe she's stressed about her return, but still, shouldn't be talking to anyone that way. It sounds like you're bringing experience and kindness to your role, which is going to be so important for the people you are supporting. You're going to have an understanding for them that others aren't. I hope you're able to see your strengths. And I absolutely agree with those comments. It will be difficult to make a complaint. Some people find it easy, but other people, you know, they don't like the confrontation. But when you really think about the difference you'll be making by making that complaint, hopefully it will be huge because like you, like the comment said, no one deserves to be treated that way, especially the people that you are supporting. So I think putting that complaint in, hopefully what's going to happen in the update is really, really important. But OP does update the post, which says, my original post was here. I got a message asking if there are any updates. There actually are, and it's positive overall, so I figured I'd make a quick post. So the basic gist of my original post is, I work with marginalized people, including people dealing with street homelessness. I'm the lived experience guy, so I feel a bit separate from a lot of my colleagues. During a cold snap, I had to wear a lot of layers to work and look scruffier than usual. When I tried to come into the staff office, a colleague I hadn't worked with before mistook me for a client and dramatically shooed me out the door, which obviously felt great. The service manager saw this happen and asked if I wanted to make a complaint. What ended up happening? I did go ahead with a complaint, mainly because the way she acted when she thought I was a client made me concerned about how she treats actual clients. It was taken seriously and formally investigated. The process wasn't as stressful as I thought it would be. I feel like it was handled pretty well. I feel like people kept getting stuck on the me being mistaken for a client part and not the this lady thinks it's fine to shoot clients part. Like they were asking if an apology or a mediation meeting would help. 
I was honest and said an apology wouldn't mean a huge amount to me one way or the other. I'm mostly worried about her attitudes in general and as long as that's being looked into then I'm happy. There was some discussion and some ideas suggested. I'd say the main outcome is that the service is going to be funding training for all staff on unconscious bias. It's mandatory which I think is a good thing to be honest. A lot of training is voluntary and generally speaking the people who choose to attend training on unconscious bias aren't the ones who most urgently need it. I also think it's the sort of thing that could be useful for absolutely anyone and I'm definitely including myself in that. I have very little direct contact with the lady who shooed me and as far as I can tell she's avoiding me which I have no problem with. Hopefully she finds the training useful. Part of me is hoping we'll be booked onto the same session because I think the sheer level of awkwardness could be pretty interesting. That's about it for the updates. I'm currently half dead from flu so my brain is working on very limited capacity. Apologies if any of this doesn't make sense and thanks for the supportive replies to my first post. It wasn't a very nice situation so it meant a lot to me. And there was one comment that jumped out to me on this update which I wanted to read out. It says, here's my thing. The organization went out of its way to hire someone with lived experience. Someone who had been homeless, been addicted, lived that life to help serve those currently in that situation. They would 100% need to ensure that the workplace is safe and supportive environment for him. That co-worker's behavior was rude, unprofessional, and totally out of line with the purpose and values of the non-profit. And when she was made aware of her error, she tried to justify herself by blaming his clothes and manners. Talk about blaming the victim. I hope someone has a very serious talk with her and how her position is contingent on her treatment of others, both clients and colleagues. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support and your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns